Oh yeah, who wanna rip with styles? The whole place on the lookout for Mr. Brown. We got plenty of clues and forensic files, plus envious fools, so we trip for miles. This yeah, you know the drill, uh, never holding them still, roll them over the hill, just slide, uh, close your mouth and open the blinds, flip the wings off a bird and it'll float to the side, say, huh, they hear me calling, shouting out my name, I'm playing this in the walk, hey yo, crash the gates, hey yo, pack the place up, break stuff, taking all the paper, you're listening to the PCAST, presented by CDE Light Band, each week we take you around Austin to be the Athletics Department, occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE, thank you to our friends at CDE, and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring. I'm Colby Wilson. He is Casey Kruger. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, whose face is beginning to itch a little bit under the mask. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. So? So. No news is not news, as far as uh, what what's happening this fall. Yeah, there's, there might be sports there. There, there, also might, there also might not be. There, w- there won't be a fair at UConn. There won't be if you're in Division Three. All right. Well, I'm glad to know that we know what's happening. Yeah. But in the face of all this uncertainty, practice has begun for the Gridironers, for they're, the Austin P football team. They're footballing. They are footballing it up out there. I went on Monday. Looked pretty good. I'm going back again tomorrow. I expect they'll look better. Yeah. A lot of talent on that football team. Whole bunches of talent, and uh, you see it more and more when you start to read and do like look into your position previews. And you look, you, we started doing some of that research today, and I got a hold of the defensive two deep, and that's a lot of guys in the twos and threes that could be on the ones and twos for a lot of other schools around this conference. It's nice to be good at football. It is nice to be good at football. I enjoy it much more than when we weren't. It's a lot more fun for everybody. I, I confess myself much more interested in getting up and going over to do something on behalf of football every day when I'm pretty sure we're not just going to go oh and whatever the number of games is for the season. With, like, zero close games? Yeah, like, maybe maybe there will be that one time that we take Tech to a close one in the fourth quarter. That fourth quarter? Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. You're giving a lot of credit to some of those teams. I am. I'm giving a whole <laughs> bunch of credit to some of those teams. But now, we don't have to do any of that we anymore. We don't have to do any of that. We're actually good, good at that sport. We're pretty good. Another thing we're good at, academics. We're good at being smart. We are the smartest people. We are the smartest student-athletes. Well, I was going to say, we aren't the smartest. They are. Well, I mean, the student I, athletes. I, I, I scraped a 3.0 by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin. Chin. From this fine know. institution. From this fine institution, no less. Uh, the numbers, 34 academic Medal of Honor winners from the OVC. That's basically... If you think that's a lot, that is. 4.0. It's, it's, it's the record. Big record. Today, the Commissioner's Honor Roll announced 168. Once again, if you're thinking, is that a lot? The answer is yes. That's the record. Not only is that a record, that's a record by over 30. Yeah, big record. Big time record. Big time success. Props to the people in academic services. Katie Etheridge, Ryan Combs, Haley Meyer, Riley Plinge, Nia Gibbs-Francis, even though she is now shuffled off to... Howard, which do we do pinkies out for Howard? I feel like I we feel do. like Howard's definitely a pinkies out. I feel, out I feel like we I feel like we do some pinkies yeah. for Howard. Yes, very much a pinky out for Howard. Um, this being the doggiest of dog days of summer, 
Uh, graduation is upon us. As always, the nice August graduation. The August graduation. Congratulations to... Congrat- Congratulations. Congratulations. To our August graduates. Uh, we're very excited for whatever the future holds for you, be it uh, coming back here for some post-grad work, moving on for some post-grad work. Glad all those spring graduates get to come back and actually uh, have their graduation, too. Very, Good very for excited them. for very the ones who get to them. come back and, and have the to, to take the big walk. They missed it, so uh, as boring as it is... It's good for them. tedious as it might be to sit through six of them this time. Yes. We only had, oh, I only sat through one. I've, and you've sat through all of them in a year before because I've, I've seen you do it. Yeah, I've, se- I've sat through a bunch of them, but also... Usually they're not all on the same day either. You get like one a day. No. Or two or two and then one. It, we've, we've recently moved to the two and one format, and now it's... Well, it's more. There's more. There's more. What else is there more of? Why, it's time for everyone's favorite segment of the podcast, As Casey's Apartment Turns. All right, first we'll, we'll start with all the things that other people fixed. Uh, the walls, painted. Woo! Completely painted. The oh. microwave, the microwave, fixed. Microwaves things again. Big, big news. The air conditioner, cooling. Three, three in one week. Yes, I know. All we're waiting for now is uh, new carpet, new kitchen floors, and... That puppy's brand new. But then, then, something else broke. But I uh, I took care of it and fixed it on my own. I took care of it and fixed it on my own. So the uh, the toilet upstairs, the handle, that the lever on the inside of the handle that you see on the outside when you flush it, broke. So it wouldn't flush. lift and flush anymore. So I went to Lowe's. It was a $9 handle. And I bought a new handle and put a new lever and did it all by myself. And it worked. But then it was still um, the seal at the bottom of the flushing mechanism was really old so it wasn't really sealing and water was just constantly running out and it would refill every i mean it was doing it every two minutes it was the seal was done it's a huge annoying pain in the butt we had it at our house. right so i went and bought a two dollar seal and put that on this morning and i mean i think i've heard it refill one time in the four hours since i put it on which it takes a little fine. while to it takes a little while to fully uh to lock in yeah but yeah but it's on it works new handle and everything and it works so well and it was so easy i'm gonna go buy a new seal and put it on the one downstairs because it does it every couple hours too so i figured for two dollars i'll i'll do it and uh yeah so new handle new lever new seal on that upstairs toilet all courtesy of uh me we'll be back on advanced plumbing today right after this but yes uh, uh the world's greatest austin p state university plumbing podcast i mean all the news that's fit to print, and also whatever it is we talk about on here. But uh, we'll take a break, walk away from this for a few minutes, and welcome in Eric Elliott, creative director of Austin State University, right after this. Seen the skyline of New York City, fireflies in Tennessee. Sipped a little shine from a paper sack that'll knock the horns off a Cadillac. I must have sat on a dozen islands, watched the sun sink into the sea. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt and hat, but my favorite place to be is here and now. Nowhere else in this world and now, you and me. Eric Elliott looks like a shorter Grizzly Adams, got himself some dapper glasses and a MacBook. We're all coping with COVID in our own way. Eric's way is keeping spirits high as the graphics guru at Austin P in his role as creative director. I'm sure he has better things to do than this, but he's here anyway on the PCAST today. Eric, how are you? I'm good, man. Couldn't uh, couldn't be happier to be here. That's what a lie sounds like, <laughs> boys and girls. Uh, let's start off with a thing that I guess people 
know-ish about you, which is that you were a student-athlete at the University of Georgia. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm a Kennesaw, Georgia uh, resident, or I was for uh, quite a few years, and, uh, you know, Georgia was kind enough to uh, allow those in-state residents to get that Hope Scholarship, and so I was going to stay in-state and thought I had a shot to keep running around with the boys, so uh, I walked on at Georgia, and I went for that fifth year, that victory lap, and just enjoyed every minute of it. The grind of doing the student-athlete stuff anyway is, I mean, it's a it's a slog. And then you factor in the walk-ons. I feel like they're always the most unsung part of any athletics department because they are the lifeblood. You've got to have those guys. How tough was it? I mean, it, I doubt it's any different than, you know, what we're going through as staff members right now and, you know, working behind the scenes or what any of our student-athletes go through on a daily basis. You know, you you just keep going. If you, if you love something enough, it's easy to keep keep grinding. You know, it doesn't seem like work all the time. And so, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of how it goes. We need to talk about your just terrible headshot. Was that your senior year or junior year at Georgia? Did I have, like, uh, some medium-length hair? and You had no hair at all. Oh, all right. So it was probably freshman year. Um, so back when I was at Georgia, your first year going to camp, they uh they took your whole they took everything off you know we had uh the rule was you either cut your hair you cut your eyebrows and so uh we were no guarding everybody prior to the first day at camp and you know fortunately my position group just took it all off there were some guys that had to ride it out with some goofy hairstyles there chunks taken out uh but i I mean heck i pretty much wore the buzz cut for uh three three (laughs) of the three of my five years so i mean it is a it is a tight tight cut oh yeah it was uh different having to apply sunscreen to my scalp that was something i hadn't had to do before uh and that also paired nicely i guess with your happy gilmore outfit or was that a few years down the road uh that was a few years down that was that was actually uh i was uh maybe a year out of grad school and i put that ensemble together um happy gilmore is probably easily my favorite movie like it's one of those ones i could watch over and over again and you know you know all the lines by heart and uh, I got it. In, you know, I had a red pair of sweatpants already, and you know, I think I found a Bruins uh, hockey sweater for cheap, cheap on uh, online because nobody likes those guys, right? And uh, and so I put that together, and then I I got a hockey stick blade and a golf club shaft, and put it together, spray painted gold, and there was my little uh, my little Halloween costume, and it <laughs> it hangs, and I bust it out like every other year. It feels like. You got to bring that into work one day this year. Maybe, man. Maybe we'll do something this uh, heck. Maybe we'll get a good Halloween here this fall. So, how did you find yourself getting into college athletics administration in the first place? Well, well, you know, it didn't take long, even in high school, to know that all right, you know, my athletic career wasn't going extremely far. But uh, I loved being around sports, and so I just felt like the natural fall to keep myself involved was to fall into administration and. From there, it's, you know, I've kind of got a little taste of every aspect of a college sports admin. When former student athletes wind up starting out in college athletics, a lot of times it feels like they just don't quite know what to do yet. And so because athletics is familiar, all right, I'm going to try that out and see what happens first. Was that how it started for you, or was it very definitely a – eye on the prize this is I don't know what I'm going to do in athletics yet but I know that's what I'm going to do well I got fortunate and when I started out I was volunteering for a guy at Georgia who 
his name's Josh Brooks. He's still out there. And, you know, he always had a very clear, he always had, he was very itemized with his, you know, when we had a project in place, everyone had their role and you knew exactly what you were going to do. And we all just ran off in separate directions. So it was, a, it was very like uh, to-do list oriented. So there was never any question on what needed to be done. You just went and did it. And so, uh, you know, it was easy to go after it. You just attacked your goal and it, it was, it was an easy transition from being a student athlete into being, you know, working in sports. How do you work through the grind? Because it is a grind. I mean, every day, every day is so different yet so very much the same, especially right now. You try to have a short memory. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy the good times and uh, you try to put the, the tough times behind you. You know, it's, it's, it, you, the, those, uh, that mentality works for all of life, you know, don't, uh, don't dwell on the, the bad things that happen and, you know, just keep yourself moving forward. There's always going to, there's always going to be something positive to look forward to. You are, I believe the most recent addition of our migration from Louisiana Monroe to Stashville. Why is it that so many people at a group of five are coming to, to little old Austin P? I think it's because little Austin P isn't nearly as little as, you know, some may think, uh, you know, that the way Gerald's got everything set up, it's it's a very well-run machine. You know, it, I really like the organizational structure here, and uh, I really like the team we've got, and I, I feel like I can count on anybody here that I need to. And uh, you also, you know, I mean, that's really about it. I don't have any more to add on it. It's a good team, and that's why it's – you may seem personnel-wise like we've got a few amount of people, but we don't, and we've got a lot of people that can uh, – can do a lot of different things the versatility of the staff is something that you don't get everywhere what stands out about the people that you worked with there that you joined here why are we getting the best parts of a group of five staff uh, you're getting you're getting the group of five staff that's not not comfortable just doing one job you know that they're they're on board for everything you know they're they want more they're jack of all trades type people that that want to experience everything and i think you know, Katie Locke and Lisa Veritamides are the two that came from ULM prior to me. And, um, and I mean, they're both great people, too, which probably probably has something to do with why they, they do, why they are the way they are and how they work the way they work and the reason I wanted to come back up and work with them again. How do you continue to find inspiration for your work? Oh, that's a huge question. Um, they're honest, not all going to be solved. Honestly, <laughs> it's real easy for me to get in a hole. I guess the easiest way to describe it is, you know, when I when I linger on something way longer than I need to, or when it's tough for me to get started, it's it's the equivalent of writer's block. You just get stuck sometimes, and or you get a little too close to the project. Um, I'm fortunate that I guess the creative industry, particularly in college athletics, has a pretty tight knit community on Twitter. Uh, there's there's companies like Juke and Skull Sparks with Jason Matheson that are always bringing people together and always showcasing work. So there's plenty of opportunities to see what other people are doing and try to you know grab inspiration from that. And there's you know there's some really good talented people out there, and that's really that's really how I fight through that that little bit of it. I mean that community as a whole. It's been pretty impressive to see how everyone in the college athletics communities continued to f- find a way to to create content and to make a mark even during this wildly bizarre time where there's actually nothing happening. How fortunate are we to be surrounded by people like that? Very, um, you know, and we're also fortunate to have 
you know, these amazing student athletes and these successful programs to key off of, you know, it makes it makes doing this so much easier and filling content so much easier when you've got good things to talk about constantly and our program and our student athletes do that. What is your favorite word? I mean, uh, it's probably all the little dumb nicknames I have for, you know, I'm I'm a I'm I'm guilty of saying dude and bro and buddy all the time and you know I could know you forever or I could know you not at all and I'm going to call you one of those and I don't mean anything by it but yeah I'd say dude or buddy which is so <laughs> cliche <laughs> yeah, so bad What is your least favorite word? Ooh. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I have a least favorite word or maybe not one that uh, I can utter over the air um Nothing really rubs me the wrong way, and I'm not going to throw the cliche moist in there like everybody. I, you know, love a good piece of cake, and that's a <laughs> very, very good word choice for it. So, Who or what inspires you? Uh, the people I work with, um, the student-athletes you see. I mean, you know, when you see them, when you see other, when you see people around you driving for the same goal and, you know, working their tails off, that's kind of what, that's what gets me out of bed, and that's what makes it easier to do my job, and, you know, that's what inspires me. What's the last book you read for fun? <laughs> not a n- not a ton of books. Uh, I guess uh, tons of tweets, tons of captions. Uh, the last book I read for fun, I always probably like Harry Potter four. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> did you finish the whole series? Uh, no, nah, I think five was the last one I read. Once, or four what, was the last one I read. Once but I started doing movies, you the were movies out. Movies came out, and I'm I'm guilty like everybody. I wanted the Cliff Notes version. What is your worst habit? Uh, I uh, I'm a I'm real bad about hitting the snooze alarm multiple times and dragging dragging the wake up process out over an hour hour and a half. Dang. Yeah. What app on your phone gets the most use? Oh, it's uh, it's Instagram for sure. Twitter. What is the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in? Hmm. I don't know. Um, maybe having to, maybe having to sit through this with you, uh, that's pretty brutal. Um, wow. Yeah. I, uh, I, I postponed my lunch to do this. So, you know, you postponed it's two forty-five. Dude, I'm on a different schedule. I do what I want. Okay. Yeah, it's your life. I didn't postpone my lunch for this. <laughs> that's for sure. What is your idea of happiness? Uh, maybe just, uh, having something to motivate you to, to keep going on it I think it's I think it's easy to stay happy if uh if you've got a goal or you've got something common to fight for every day so having a goal and having something to work towards can keep me happy what's your idea of misery well I guess just never making any progress going with the flow too much um you know being complacent you know that's it gets miserable to do the same things over and over again and you know, that's the nice thing about working here is I get a chance to do a little bit of everything or, you know, every day can be different if I want it to be. What makes you self-conscious? Uh, I guess uh, anytime I put out a graphic, I know it's got some errors in it or some small discrepancies. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, nobody notices that and I can get on. What is the most embarrassing song you love? Oh, uh, well... The first, you know, my the first jam I remember getting excited about, and the first one I can remember like really knowing the words to was uh, "All Star" by Smash Mouth. You know, we had, we we played the heck out of that when I was in 
you know, well, first first year to coach pitch or whenever it was. So, how would you prefer to die? I don't want to see it coming. You know, I guess blindsided. If you were real re- quick, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. If you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as, and why? I don't know. Maybe a. Uh, Dang, dude. Thinkers, man. And I had time to prep. <laughs> uh, reincarnation. What would I come back as? I don't know. Maybe a tree on the side of a, a mountain out, you know, out west, out in, out in, out in uh, Wyoming or something. Just something that uh, got away from it all. Didn't have a lot of people passing through messing with me. What might prompt you to lie? Oh, it's... If I'm going to lie, it's always going to be to make somebody, uh, to avoid hurting somebody's feelings. What makes you hopeful? Hmm. You're really trying to dig deep, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Trying to get to know me. Um, yeah, that's kind of the purpose here. Uh, just that I, I think, you know, there's always something good waiting out there for people that, you know, make an effort and do right. And uh, so, I don't know, that good comes to those who, you know, do do right, I guess. What is our purpose in life? Just to be kind to others and leave things better than you found them. Regardless of who it is, what is one question you'd ask the next guest? Hmm. This is one I definitely should have prepared for. How about... um, How about... uh, What was your first car? We'll do something simple what was yours a 99 nissan quest nice yeah gold baby oh real nice <laughs> uh last week's guest cammy cole nations asks what is your perfect dog oh i'm a i'm a retriever all the way uh so any lab i've we had a golden when i was first born and so i'd probably want to get a golden retriever again so you're in hang on you came here your first day was last July. It was uh, no, my first day was uh, it was the last week of September, like September twenty third. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, right. Closing yeah. in on a yeah, on if a cl- year. closing in on a year. So you gonna, you gonna stick around with us for a little while? Ah, uh, I guess so. Well, that's good. What do you <laughs> what else, what are you wanting to do with your? I mean, you've got a career and so forth, but like, what are your what are your long term goals? I don't know. Um, you know, I've experienced a few different. Uh, facets of an athletic department you know I'm happy doing what I'm doing now but there's always going to be a little bit of me that kind of wants to see the other pieces and you know experience some other roles Um, but right now it's just to concentrate on doing the best at what I'm doing right now for Austin P. Well we're happy to have you here and your best is uh it's pretty good bud. Thanks man I appreciate that. Well Eric appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day to come on talk to us. Thank you. I used to be one wondering when they come but now I'm living in Yeah, I'm living in the here and now Nowhere else in this world and now You and me ain't it good to be alive Ain't no better place, ain't no better time Than here and now Everybody's waiting Thanks, Eric, for coming on, taking a few minutes out of his day to chat with us about all things that occurred to us. 
Casey, live sports are back. That means injuries are back. And that means injuries are back. And, and they sure suck. And two two of PCAST LLC's favorite sons. Well, is that a little strong? No, you're, I like... You're Soroka. You're Soroka no, bit. No, is, no, no. Vitriol. I, vitriol, I think, is the word that comes I, I like Mike Soroka. I just will not stand for the slander that he's better than Sonny Gray. I It hurt, it hurt to watch him get hurt. Um I really do like Mike Soroka. I have nothing against him. He's still better than Sonny Other Gray. Other than when you try and tell me he's better than Sonny Gray. He's going to win the Cy Young right now. Going to win the National League Cy Young. So, um, oh, wow. With all of, what, seven starts? It really. Who else is going to win it? I don't know. Literally exactly. Anybody exactly. could. Max Fried might. I'm not hitching my wagon to that, but he's looked very good. Soroka's uh, Achilles. Blew up. S- snapped. Snapped like it's, a toothpick, he, basically. Yeah, I wish he had been wearing low pants and you couldn't see it. Yeah. I, my stomach kind of. It wasn't the worst injury I've seen. It wasn't even the worst Achilles injury I've ever seen, but I didn't like seeing it on the day before his 23rd birthday. I, it will never, no, unless someone is actually dead on the field, it will never be the worst injury I've ever seen. It's, he's going to be out to at least the all-star break next year. Oh yeah. Which is the worst. Come on, ask me what the worst injury I've ever What's seen. What's the worst injury you've ever seen? Memphis, my very first year interning, uh, playing soccer in the mud. A kid's cleat got caught in the mud, oh and he got tackled, and his leg, mm. it sounded like gunfire. Yeah, yeah, it did. All right. My dad broke his leg on the sideline once as a photographer. I've heard about that. that is I think I've shown you the video. I, I think you did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the same broken leg, metal rod in the leg now. Mm. Yeah. Has, so, uh, did he qualify for hazard pay? I don't know. I'm sure he did. Uh, Other I mean, I was like seven. Oh, this has been a minute. Then. It's It's been a long minute. Other injuries for the good and fun. Triple J. Jaron Jackson Jr. RIP to the Memphis Grizzlies. And what sucks the most about that is that he was playing just – he dropped the, Zion yesterday. Just for the chance to get into the postseason and get done up by the Clips or the Lakers or somebody. And Popped now, meniscus. torn meniscus, which is not ACL, MCL, LCL. But still, that'll, that'll rob you of some, some time over the next couple months. Especially the Grizzlies show up in the bowl and lost their first three, and then they lose Triple J, and now it's looking like don't have a lot of faith in the Grizzlies at this point. Not feeling great about it. But my last memory, the last the last thing I saw in that Grizzlies-Pelicans game the other day before I turned it off was Jaron just dropping Zion on a spin move. So that was fun. The man's got talent. Triple J's a good player. People, I, I people like sleep him. on Triple J. People sleep on that. what Memphis has down there between... Dylan Brooks, Triple J? I was going to say Triple J, Ja, Brandon Clark. I wasn't even thinking about Dylan Brooks, but yeah, Dylan Brooks too. Grizzlies... Got it, got it going on. Look, got it, should get another good draft pick since they're not going to make the playoffs now. Well, what does that even mean this year? Because this are they going to get a lot? If they don't make the playoffs, they get a lottery pick, right? They get a lottery pick, but also like everybody came back to school for their yeah maybe next not. year. Go foreign. Go trade, trade, trade yeah. every pick this year. Yeah, just trade, trade out of twenty twenty. Trade and get lottery that, picks for next year. That would be my choice, anyways. I would trade if I could right now. I would trade out of twenty twenty. What would you trade to get out of twenty twenty? I'm not doing anything with my right pinky. Anything. Anything. I'm left handed. 
I don't catch particularly often. You can wear a glove without that pinky, too. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need that glove to close a pinky. Yeah, you can just sort of... You don't need that pinky to close a glove. You, you do need a glove to close a I know what you meant. Gotcha. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I could totally do without the right pinky if a trickster god wandered down here tomorrow and was like, I can set everything back right, but you got to sacrifice something. Uh, ever since I had my sinus surgery, I haven't smelled really well. So, like, I'd just give that up completely the rest of the way. And Buddy, we know you don't smell very well. <laughs> My sense of smell hasn't worked very well since my sinus surgery. And, and uh, we also know. I would I would give it up the rest of the way. I think. I think I would. I'm pretty sure. Like I. There's times where I can't smell stuff, so why not? Yeah, I'm just not doing anything with the right pinky. I give away a toe. I don't know if I give away a toe. Pinky toe? It's for balance. Does it help? Does it really? Does the pinky toe really help with that much balance? I guess it does. I mean, probably more if you're like an actual athlete. I don't think right. I'm just going to be bopping along and then fall over because I right. don't have my pinky toe. Right. I don't think it would affect us. Um, all right. Um, allegedly, we found out the fate of college sports in 2020 before August 21st. Allegedly. So uh, this podcast could take on significantly different tenor between now and then. We, we may start talking about college sports more again. Maybe, or we might not. Yeah, like boy, we said, we we don't we don't know. We're gonna have to really scrape the bottom of the barrel. What are we gonna talk about if there is no sports? We're gonna have to pick a new like. We're gonna have to like become like. We'll do theme weeks. Yeah. What's the theme? I have no earthly idea. Draw it out of a hat. Uh, back to happier sports news. Did you see Mike Trout's home run yesterday? Uh, I got your giddy text message about so, it. I didn't really see so, so Mike Trout had, was on paternity leave. His wife had a wife had a son. They named him Beckham Aaron Trout. That's right. Mike Trout's son's initials are Bat. B A T. Um, I called my dad yesterday. The Angels played like at eight forty Central Time. I think I called him about two o'clock and was like, "I, I mean, whatever kind of money you have available, put it on Mike Trout hitting a home run tonight in his first at back back after having his first child and what does Mike Trout I mean he's playing the Mariners too a team he's crushed his entire career in Seattle a place where he's hit a lot of home runs in his career he hits really well there facing rookie pitcher Justin Dunn I mean Justin Dunn deserved better I mean in Trout I mean, he didn't even he didn't crush it but I mean he just lines one out to center and it was the surest bet of all time well it's because he's Mike Trout <laughs> it was funny someone tweeted um someone tweeted something about it or someone tweeted that he was going to hit a home run at like earlier in the day, and then later that night after he did hit the home run, someone tweeted it at Old Takes Exposed, and Old Takes Exposed was like, betting that Mike Trout's going to hit a single home run in a nine-inning baseball game is not worthy of being on our account. And that's, ve- that's pretty fair. Very true. Always always bet on Trout to hit the home run. <laughs> always bet on Haley Meyer to provide your community service opportunities uh, as we slowly begin the migration back to Clarksville. Fingers crossed. Haley will have your opportunities to get stuff done in the greater Clarksville community. You know what else you have an opportunity to do? Get in touch, stay in touch with us via the web and social media. And you can do that by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P, or you can follow along on our official Facebook account called Austin P. Governors. Shout out to today's guest, Eric, and our friend Robin in digital media for all the content they provide for all of those accounts. Let's go P.com for dates, news, and stories. Cody Bush, Casey, and myself doing stuff over there all the time. You can read about all the academic exploits that have come to light this week. When we find out the fate of college sports 
if we're playing, you're going to need tickets. How are you going to get those tickets? You're going to get in contact with our ticket gurus, Katie Locke and her assistant, John Brown. They have all the information you can use to get in the game. Uh, and guess what? You should get those tickets now because if we get the thumbs up and have fans this fall, going to be limited. Going to be limited. Don't want to get left out. Don't want to be uh, sitting outside Fortera Stadium looking in. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating and review on the podcast, five stars, five stars. And if you want to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on-campus event we should shout out. Let us know which body parts you'd sacrifice to get everything back to normal. Tweet us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at C underscore Craig19. Love yourself. Love each other. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. Far too close to call. We put money in the bags with.